This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 34, Fat in the Middle. All right, welcome. This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast. My name is Tobin Lopez. I'm John King. And I'm Carl Anderton. What are we up to today, John? Oh, holy people, Batman! Gen Con is next week and Tobin is shaking in his flip-flops. There will be tens of thousands of people there and, well, we'll see how that shakes out. We'll discuss the news from FFG and we're going to talk about how to suck it up and retreat. Alright, for those of you careful listeners, you've noticed that this episode is numbered as episode 34. We had an interview with Brad uh, for episode 33. There's been some delays in the getting that out, though. It's lost so in the warp. It is lost. It is. It, there are some... It's delayed in the warp. Warp psyker issues going on, right? People were hit with a massive psyker attack, and we don't know what's going on. With that interview and Brad, we talk about the FAC and some tourney rules, but we would urge you to uh, listen to that when it comes out and get his take. I'm sure we'll probably cover some of those things we talked about here. So one of the things that I kind of want to address, because I've seen a lot of talk online about it, is this this sense of unease amongst the conquest community that our dear game is kind of uh, maybe not long for this world which kind of sucks right and there's all these little indicators that, that people have been that, that, that people have referenced play testers not getting cards to test and all these things and you know I share your concern but let's wait I, I would urge you to wait FFG has a state of the company address that's planned. They've done it for years at Gen Con. It's all it's planned for Thursday afternoon, and hopefully we'll be able to hear and find out exactly what's going on there. I fully expect, and and maybe that's and I would attribute that to be why we haven't heard anything is because they're waiting to announce things at that. Well, at as, that as always, meeting. FFG are never going to do anything on the on the on the slow and unofficial. If you know what I mean. They're not going to bleed information out. So they're going to do announcements, and however and whatever we get to hear about, they'll they'll tell us they'll tell us straight in the end. So yeah, you know, there's no yep. benefit. There's no benefit for them to like rumors flying yep. around. So. And and yeah, you know, it's it. I attribute it. A lot of people were posting. Well, it's not it's not doing well in my group. It's not doing well in my group, and it's it's kind of that idea of uh, climate change. That if it's cold in your if if it's cold that day where you are. Then global warming is a hoax. You know that's uh, <laughs> we've been keeping one tabs on the conventions, right? folks. It's one data point. Yeah. So, so it's thriving here. I know that we have a small but growing and actually pretty tenacious group of conquest players down in the Denver area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it's growing. At least, what is it doing up here? Can, um, the cafe is doing pretty good with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, calm, yeah. calm spot. We're in a calm part of the year for us, so it's always hard to measure again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sort of Summer sort of, is yeah. dastardly. Our leagues, our netrunner league, mm-hmm. not last netrunner league night had three people. Like, yeah. you, we have like twelve signed up for the league, and there's yeah. three of us here. Like, yeah. what's going on over there? Yeah, so yeah. So summertime is is definitely a little bit of a a slower portion, but I would urge you to stay calm mm-hmm. and. Fight on. Keep your ammo dry. Wait until you see the whites of their eyes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all that, all so, that good stuff. Yeah. So be sure and listen to or be keep an eye on FFG's various Twitter accounts, their Facebook page, their main page, because they tend to send out stuff. Team Covenant also sends out tweets with pictures about the FFG announcement. Team Covenant's there. So you know, if you're on Twitter, if you can't subscribe. Subscribe to FFGOP, FFG, and Team Covenant as they'll be tweeting out the stuff as it happens from Gen Con. Hmm. And so, whenever that's happening, I'm playing in a card tournament, whether it be Thursday or Friday morning or afternoon, <laughs> whatever it might be. I'm going to be playing mm-hmm. Conquest and you're, the Netrunner. You're so confident I'm anyway, not so going to be there. <laughs> yeah. All right. With all that being said, we've been playing with some Unforgiven. John, you've played with some uh, Vesual decks. You played yeah. a couple Vesual decks. Exactly. I've played Vesual a couple times. Uh, Carl, have you have you Engaged in the Psyker Dark Angel. <laughs> Haven't played himself, but yeah. there is a good amount of them going around in, oh, a, yeah? in our guys just now. Yeah, cool, oh, yeah. excellent, excellent. Yeah. And so we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about uh, how we learn to suck it up and retreat, <laughs> and you know, which is one of the most common mistakes uh, we see new players make. 
and we'll talk about why to do that, when to do that. You know, you do get mo emotionally invested in those retreats. So, but first, let's talk about Vesuel, which is the Dark Angel Warlord. He's a two-six Space Marine Warlord. He came out in Unforgiven. His special ability is a reaction that when you deep strike a card, you may draw a card. Yes. Deep strike a card, you may draw one. Mm -hmm. Which he loses so. when he's bloodied, but he still remains a 2-6. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so how's he working? I, I I built a deck. I haven't I've been getting ready for Gen Con, so I haven't played him too much since he first came out. Like I played him, you know, those that maybe that first week or two. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing other things lately. So how does he play? I, I really like him. The deep strike mechanic <laughs> there are so many things that if you plan it correctly that it protects you from uh you know your 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 card when you place a card in reserve it's not considered in place so warp storms at the planet don't affect it any damage done at the planet doesn't affect it you know because they're not they're not in play yet and that's pretty awesome the card is in play but the unit is not the unit right? is not yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. A the, unit. the card is a reserve yeah you know because then there's a the astro militarum card no surprises that allows you to destroy a card that's in reserve and i think there's an l uh Eldar card allows you to look at a card. Yeah, mm -hmm. one of the yeah. uh, units. Units in reserve. Yeah. Or a card or something like that. But, yeah. you know, so, I mean, I think there's a lot of a lot of potential in that mechanic where, you know, you can have cards in reserve at a third planet and go ahead and exterminatus. If, what was if, I say? Yeah, when you, when yeah. your opponent's building up there. And your cards aren't affected. Yep. Yeah, that's the big combo that's I've seen, awesome. seen, seen yourself and a couple yeah. of guys use. That, that particular one is nice and strong. You know, and, and, and right now there's not, there's only, um, there's a signature units which you can put in reserve. There are uh, the 8th Company Marines that mm -hmm. you can put in reserve. And then depending on who you're going to ally with, there's Astro Militarum, the Recon Scouts? I'm drawing a yeah, blank yeah, on those Yeah, 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 the, the range guys. Yeah, the 3-4 range, which, which are, yeah, the Scions, yeah. Guard, and yeah. they're awesome, but they're expensive. Uh, I found um, so, and then I don't think there's a unit for Tau yet. Is that correct? No, yeah. I don't think there's a Tau unit or a Tau deep strike card yet. I don't think there's one. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah not yet. So, so really, if you're pairing with AM, you have uh, three science strike guards, three three uh, eighth company assault squads, and four Vesuvial hunters, and that's your four four three. Yeah, four, so three, I mean, three. That's, so that's. Ten, ten cards, but then yeah. you have attachments, right? You have yeah. the jump pack, and you have yeah. his event, and you have his his signature attachment is not a deep strike card, but it but it triggers off deep strike. Yeah, it's and, a and plus one plus one. And uh, Blood Angel veteran with a jump pack is uh, is real fun. <laughs> oh yeah, this whole story. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, alive! Yeah. That's another argument. As playing as, Dark Eldar. Yeah, as, as, as long. Oh, I know. But as long as you can keep that, keep from oh, exhausting your uh, Blood Angel veteran. It's just like, gee, everything's going to get reduced, you know, cut in half and then reduced by one. It's, yeah. Oh, that's and, insane. And so, yeah. so the, and the funny thing, and so uh, I was actually playing a game against Dan and uh, with Veziol, and it was doing really well, I thought, <laughs> until we got to the, and he was playing a Chaos Elite deck, and then we got to the final plan, and he drops a frenzied blood letter on me. Oh, yeah. A 10-10, yeah, somebody dies, it's going to get... Oh gee, yeah. All the keywords. It just it should just say you know abilities all because it gets everything. It gets flying. It gets brutal. It gets armor bane. Flying uh, brutal armor bane and bloodthirst and bloodthirst. You yeah. know, well, blood, well, bloodthirst triggers those. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah blood. So, yeah, sorry, bloodthirst triggers those. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I've got this ten ten monster sitting there, and it's just like holy. And it's what? unique, and it's immune to power events. So yeah, you know, you know to be so fair, that is that just makes clear how nasty that Blood Angels veteran with the jump pack is. It takes a bloodthirst. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and I, I realized in the deck though, I don't, I didn't have any. I, it's not like uh, the my chaplain deck where I've got a couple of dreadnoughts. I don't have any big guns in that deck. Mm -hmm. So I've modified it. I want to try it out. I haven't haven't tried it, and it's not necessarily a big gun, but they're going to soak damage. I have Deathwing guards in them. Oh, the, oh crikey, yeah. really? the, the two nines. Yeah. The two nines. And you put flying on those guys, and all of a sudden, they're effectively a 218. Yeah, <laughs> put a jump I want to put a jump pack on that and have that guy, that oh bad boy at the planet. Okay. That's awesome. I was, I was just going to say, so. on, a, on, a, on a related note to that conversation, I was playing a fair bit of Ragnar for our last tournament for mm -hmm. a couple of weeks. I like uh, me and one of the guys, Mike, are just... Um, horribly abusing all the various things you can do with a standard bearer in any in, in both oh, in yeah. Necrons, yeah. Necrons and Marines oh, yeah. are awful awful oh, yeah. tricks 
But um, I realized it works. I mean, it's standard oh yeah, yeah. Is, oh standard, standard bear is almost an auto include in everything, yeah. but AM. It's yeah, I have standard bear in the Bezuel deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm paired with AM. Yeah, I have to mention this one because I know I was, I was actually telling one of the regulars I talk about it. That whole thing with the um, space walls of drop a lone wolf. Right. Okay. Right. Opposing warlord goes to a planet somewhere. He goes and kills a cap or whatever. Yeah. You know, he does his usual deal of go opposite rogue trader, kill it. Yeah. Then it's a game of Lone Wolf comes in, Lone Wolf is joined by Standard Bearer, and suddenly Warlord is facing six, six damage, six damage yep. in the face, like, holy, yep. you know, or five, whatever it is, like, yeah, awful tricks. Now, but um, I, was I, was, I was bringing that up because um, the elite meta was starting to get, and it's definitely popping up in the cafe a fair bit, and they realized that Marines are the one you can't really do it very well with. It's Why it's, is that? Um, well, Land Raider, Land Raider is pretty much their only major elite unit. It's a, and they have almost none of the ways of getting that gets, the, the that gets played regular. That yeah. gets played regularly. Yeah, no, that's that's an elite. The Fire Drake uh, Terminators, Terminators are elites. Yeah. But I'm saying most most of this most of the effective Marine stuff I've seen that doesn't yeah, seem right not. now to be a big elite game for them. Every, a lot of the big elite decks I'm seeing are elsewhere. Yeah, like Imperial Fist Devastators are not. I mean, I, uh, I have. They have a lot of weird, weird oh. four costy, not elite. Yeah, because that that's 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 yeah. my Chaplain Mavros deck is built off of the Cathedral of Saint Camilla. Yeah, exactly. With a lot of three and four costs, but the, the Cathedral can't put an elite. It has to be a non-elite that goes into play. Yeah, so and I was weird. surprised at the number of number of units that I can include. Yeah, that we're not elite. And like you were saying there about the whole thing of oh, well, I got my nice you got the Deathwing Guard. Yeah, you got the Dreadnought. Mm -hmm. Both Dreadnoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Ultramarine. Yeah, and the Land Raider falls Yeah, the Land Raider and the Fire Drake. But a lot of the uh, Fire Drake Terminators, but a lot of those elites are not. haven't been regularly played, I, I saw. Yeah. I mean, and Land the, Raider, obviously. I would is make a comparison. Imperial Fest Devastator is not an elite. Yeah. No, no, they're yeah, no, so no, they're not. That's what I was saying. They're not an elite. Sorry. The cathedral is. We're talking over each other, but yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we're talking yeah. Here, yeah. No, we're saying basically the idea that basically the feel that I've seen that most of the decks that do well with elites use a type of units that marines don't have. They don't have those big single special hitters. I mean, like you know, the dreadnought is the eight eight exception, yeah. but um, there's no other reducer. There's STC and that's it. There's no none of these economy things. And basically, I haven't seen that's it. Whenever true. whenever I it comes to build marines, marines have that we that that weird, slightly more expensive middle range mm. unit. And like you're saying, with the Blood so, of Veteran, you don't have many strong counters to, here's something absolutely enormous in the way. You know, you yourself have gone out for the Death Guard. For yeah. That, you know, Death Guard. Well, I, I, Death you know, I, I, thought, I thought, plus I thought thematically it was, it was uh, appropriate to put oh. into the Dark Angel Warlord deck because the Deathwing Guard, as I've been reading up on my lore, are from the Dark Angels. Yes. Part of the Dark, you know, like a, ch a um, chapter. They're their the first company, essentially, yes. yeah. Yeah, the big oh, cool! Woo! That's, More that's interesting. So, so you have so you have this strong middle. Yes, and that's Marines. Space Marines. Yeah, that's Marines in the and, end. And, you know. and it's almost and we talked about the curve that 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 cost curve last time or two episodes ago where where you have these small units and then you have this kind of vacuum at the three four area and you have these bigger units with an elite deck construction and here you have Space Marines that can't do that because they don't have the numbers at the high end. Yeah, they're kind of flat, huh. honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I realize they're fat in the middle. Yeah, well, yeah, fat in the middle is a fair comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, hey, that, hey. De that <laughs> describes me let's to not, a T. Let's <laughs> not talk about fat. Well, here I am, the one who mentioned it. <laughs> okay. No, saying they're, they're basically they're on the on the cost curve, they're flat. I mean, that is the Marines' deal. They've always been that kind of take mm -hmm. everything in that three four area, yeah, and, yeah. and move on from there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, and that's that's always, I, in my experience, that's kind of what I've seen with either playing Marine decks or playing against Marine decks, a slower start to the game because they have the bigger units, mm -hmm. but and then a real strong middle game, and if you can survive the middle game against the Marines or win as as Marine, that's where you want to win. You want to win in that middle game around the th Planet 3, Planet 4, ideally. Um the longer it goes, and the more chance that the that your opponent opponent has to put out the bigger units, it's harder to deal with. Well, saying that's definitely the case now is that because people are playing much more of these strong swing units, that as you go along, they're more likely to have a strong end yeah. game. But, but I mean, previously playing Marines, that was the thing to me was just put down put down things that are a little bit more expensive than normal, but put down so many that if your opponent was matching you card for card, they're going to lose. That's yeah, pound, yeah, pound for pound, the the, the Marine unit is. Normally, you're going to go toe to toe with another unit of the same cost, and the Marine's going to win. They're just yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit tougher, and, and now hit a little of, bit harder. And, and now, so what I'm hearing, what I'm thinking of now is, 
because of the SDC fragment, because of the cost reducers in other factions, you have the counter to the Space Marine is that you have the five coster that just costs you two because you have the reducers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he can take on the three costs. Yeah, space can, Marine. yeah, exactly. And the six or the six cost, for goodness sake. I mean, I played a, I was playing Jason the other night. I was playing. We were doing some Gen Con practice, and I played a freaking, uh, the six cost Eldar exhaust every non-spirit guy. Uh, no. Spirit Wraith Knight. Spirit Wraith Knight. Mighty Wraith Knight. Uh, uh, Mighty Wraith Knight. <laughs> We're, gonna, oh, we're, gonna, we're, we're going to make up card games, card <laughs> names, by the way, for the entirety of it. So I just yeah. want to make clear. We're, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all a little brain dead here. Gen Con is coming up. I, I've I've been grading all week, and we kind of yeah. I'm just, so, I'm so, just so, so, so you put down your so fighting spirit, spirit god. Yeah, yeah. Fighting spirit god of doom, right? Fighting spirit god of the for two because I had two bone singer choirs in, so I went boom, boom, bam. Here's a two, and you're like, yeah. You can't fight that. So yeah, that's my, my the counter the Space Marines. And it's available to Dark Eldar. It's yeah. available to mm -hmm. Eldar. It's available... At regionals, Mike did that I to mean, me. even really Orc kind of really, yeah, right? Yeah, he put, he put that down. I was like, well, good game. Because it was it was the yeah. winning plan. And I'm like, I can't... I, yeah. You know. yeah. And, and it was like, I was gonna be, it was going to be a fight. And then when everybody got exhausted, it was like, mm, yeah, that's not uh -huh. I yeah. can't, I can't survive everybody getting beat on for a whole yeah. round, yeah. Yeah. and not, and not whittling him down. So. I think, honestly, the start of the elite meta was the bone singer choir. Yeah, it really was. It was I the first so. deck to go to, to go for exactly uh -huh. that. It was like I'm, we're breaking the rules of deck building and of our unit play to to strong advantage. Yeah, you know, and it's only getting worse with the two. They spoiled a couple of um, Eldar vehicles earlier yeah. in the week. Really? Um, there's a uh, the Warwalker coming up, which can oh, right. exhaust oh a hard point to prevent an attack, basically, doing all the damage from the attack. So does it have to be the defender? Yeah, yeah. As, as a defender, it exhausts a hard point when attacked to to prevent. prevent okay, the so it just can't it just cancels their attack. Okay, yes. and obviously, like a load of attachments for that don't care. They work yeah. perfectly fine. The drone, the drone hard points, and the the drone defense system. Yeah, drone defense system and the uh, star cannon. We were saying it stays with armor bane. And then they've also spoiled a big, I think it's like the Phantom Fighter, big cost six. Um, when units commit to this planet, after units commit to this planet, um, deal three damage to target exhausted units. <laughs> so I'm, 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 again, I'm yeah. looking at the old roughs going, ooh, I might need to, I might need to try that one again. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, so I mean, a little while on those. We won't get those before Gen Con, but... I don't, well, actually, we, might, we, we technically would, but we've got this 11-day yeah, amnesty yeah, yeah, yeah. period, we, right? Yeah, there's, there's not play them. Uh, Unforgiven is legal for Gen Con, yeah. but Slash, Slash and Burn is not. Even, even, but given that, like my hope, my, I'm secretly crossing my fingers, that <laughs> Slash and Burn and the next one, whatever the next one is named, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to try to name it because we've already had naming problems today, <laughs> <laughs> but Slash and Burn and the next one might be available at Gen Con. And that's that would what be really we, that's cool. what we saw last I, year. Yeah, we, we saw well, we saw Tyranids available and then nothing else, right? Well Tyranids was a big runner, but never they went there were, like three months yeah, ahead. Yeah, exactly. There were three really? packs and yeah. and you could and you could also for Netrunner, yeah, there were there were three packs and was, you could get the, the Data, Data and Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, mm -hmm. remember last year it was Gen Con, you could get two packs and Data and Destiny. Yeah, two packs. Remember? Oh, cranky. No, and, it's, and, it's, yeah, yeah. You're so, so that was so then so then people that went to Gen Con the network players that went to Gen Con came home with, you know, 115 cards or something, like 95 cards that no one else had. Yeah. No, <laughs> no I didn't see that. And That's didn't crazy. have it for... And then one pack came out a couple of weeks later, and he's like, oh, Yeah, okay. like old Hollywood or yeah, something. Yeah, that was... Yeah, yep, yep, yep. you're right. <laughs> so, you're so we can get our yeah, network <laughs> pack names right. So yeah. right now. <laughs> from a year ago, go, from a guy yeah. who hasn't played the game in six months. Well, I, I just, <laughs> I was about to say, you want to know something bad? I think some of those packs uh, still probably have the cellophane wrap on them. Jeez. There you go. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been all over Conquest. I've been looking so looking forward to Slash and Burn. Uh, you know, well, I mean, I, mean I, I think Maxim is going to be my guy for Worlds. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. I, I'm going to take I'm going to take my deck list and the cards that aren't going to be in my Worlds decks or anything else, so I can build a Maxim deck there and maybe play with some people. Yeah, because oh, I just yeah, I was like, okay, let's play, let's let's play for fun. Well, he's a good call there because we've been we've been some of us have been frothing. We've all been talking about <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. Um, this guy coming up. I mean, is this is this the big big spike on the elite elite style decks? Because is that his thing? Is the or is it simply playing like cause, that? Because because it's know? tanks. Yeah, for him right. It's tanks, right? His tanks. It's not necessarily only... elites. It's tanks. Mm -hmm. Tanks and now, supports. Right now, yeah. granted, most of the tanks in Astro Militarum are elite because there's the Lehman Russ Conqueror. Yep. Or the the, the yep. conqueror, the yep. 
there's freaking basilisk, basilisk. Yeah, I, and <laughs> yeah, you know that's, that's a hard one to include. I, I know. I, I've been told it's a bad card, and I I agree. <laughs> I really do agree. Is it, is it bad in him? I mean, it's yes. It's well, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't know. I mean, you're, again, you're but, assuming you're going to cut some of the cost off that. So once it becomes five, because it's seven only six, six. So it goes down to four. So it goes down to four with that C, C fragment. And this and the weird thing is, there are there are some cost reducers. Uh, Astro Militarum was the first one that had had a cost reducer with Muster the Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reduce yeah. all Astro Militarum units, you deploy that turn by one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then I, now there's the strong point. There, yeah, that there's the strong point attached That right? you attach to a planet. And you it has, reduce it has to a green planet, yep, I believe. Yep, and you reduce it. And you reduce it by, by another one. one. And, every, you know, obviously, um, you know, some of the cards say to a minimum of one. There, There's the. Uh, yeah. The the one out of the core set that reduces it reduces it by one as well. No matter what, yeah. Right, and that's a support which is going to go into maximum. So I mean, uh, I, I know I'm always guilty of all the tricks, but to be able to drop a Lehman Rose Conqueror for one, <laughs> well, that's well, yeah, that, you, that, that, you, that, the, you know that's you, achievement unlocked. I yeah, think. yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then you also play the you play the Land Raider, you play Land Raider, you play mm-hmm. you play the SM and AM. Yeah. Tanks there's, in Vigory. Um, and that gives you plenty of tanks and plenty of elites and holy moly, you play supports. And yeah, you yeah. play the supports to, to, to you reduce You gotta have some command game in there. You gotta have some command game. That's, that's where I'm... That's where, so I think it's Sanction Psyker and Yeah, Sanction Psyker. You know, I, I actually might go with the one-cost ones. I might go with... Uh, a lot of times it, when I when I pair with Astro Militarum, I like to use Rattling Deadeye and... Um, the uh, Talarn Raiders. Yeah. One okay. costs. Um, <coughs> Talarn Raiders are a little better because yeah, they don't have they don't have an attack. If, but when the warlord goes to snipe him there, you know, unless it's a two attack warlord, you yeah. actually get a chance to retreat him. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, the uh, and and oh boy, this guy. The more I play him, the more I'm I'm so pleased with him. But the righteous initiate, the space marine. Yeah. The, uh, so are we still talking about Vesual? I just realized maybe we're a little off topic from our Vesual. Well, 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 you know, no, I mean, I mean, well, no, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, this this guy is a command unit, right? Because yeah. yeah, he's a two cost, but Space Marine. That's yeah, that's cheap. true. And, and you price? don't necessarily want to hit him. And you don't. No, yeah, you really don't want to hit him. Like, oh, I'll, I'll yeah, prevent yeah. one, and I hit you back for three. Yeah. yeah, it's like, gee, you really don't. I mean, this guy yeah. is. The more I play him, the more I realize, and the more I play against him, against you, it's like, I don't really want to tangle with that guy unless I'm prepared to have a battle at that. I mean, yeah. a serious battle. Yeah, or to, like oh, yeah. you say, to, cl- to basically clean him out in one go, to hit him for three damage is too Yeah, health. exactly. Yeah, too health. Health, yeah. Right, and so you hope that there's not a shield in a space marine. Right, yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean right. we're an indomitable. Right, well, yeah. you you and well, I, when, when, when you and I squared off last, uh, and I had that deck, uh, you were playing Kugoth. And that worked against me, obviously, because because we yeah, 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 you yeah, had yeah, yeah. you know the, put the plague banners bother on. It's like, oh look, I'll just move damage over, and I'm not tricking <laughs> you, and you're unstoppable at all. Right. Um. So so, but that's a that's a corner case, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. The righteous initiate as a command unit. I, I I'm telling you, people, if you're playing if you're playing space marines or you're playing anybody who can ally with space marines, don't overlook that as a command unit because that is. That's a he's a he's a freebooter he's a real cheap freebooter captain. That's yeah. a tough son I, of a bitch. I started using him as a as a how would I put it a squad cardinus unit. A, he simply is kind of good for his cost. Yeah, and yeah. particularly if people if people poke you for AUE one or anything, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, because yeah. I've had two at a planet when that happened. So all of a sudden <laughs> I get two three swings. Crush. Like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone oh, goes, yeah. that was he a bad he, idea. Using AUE <laughs> against a, a, an opponent who has multiple unstoppable guys, mm. probably not a good. Plan. Yeah, I, I, probably, I, 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 I <laughs> probably just say, you know, my tactical squad's gonna ping you, not yeah. ping everybody. I had, ping I had you. an exhausted Blood Angels veteran on one health. I had another librarian that obviously he wanted to get, oh, and he was in this place yeah. where, as soon as and he put the gun drones yeah. on AOE too. Yeah. They both go down to both go up to six and yeah. bring one health, and he's like, yeah, it's not perfect, yeah. but I'll take it. You know. Yeah, sometimes yeah. well, you, you, you got to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, and I'll roll into this. I just want to mention this proud papa moment for myself. My son, uh, Zach, is seven years old, and I have now played uh, two games of Conquest with him, and he's very excited about playing the game. We, want, he asked, we did the demo decks, the Space Marine versus Nor- Orc, and we played first, and he was really excited. He liked, uh, what did we just talk Death about? Skull Deathwind. Deathwing Guard? Deathwing Guard. Well, of course, nice big 2-9. He two loves nine, that you know? guy. He's like, 2-9, <laughs> that's awesome. And for whatever reason, he's, he, he, he reads the cards up. He doesn't read it down. So he's like, it's a 9-2, Dad. I'm like... 
Nine? Oh, it's two nine. <laughs> yeah. this, is, yeah, this is the this is the old um, netrunner argument of how you say genders which way around. That's a that's a constant yeah. constant yeah. fight at the store. Yeah. So three two or two three gender whatever. But so so Zach is enjoying playing Conquest. That's awesome. Man. And uh, he he likes beating his dad. <laughs> so, so I'm right there with you, Zach. I like beating your dad too. <laughs> it's an achievement so when you do it. That's cool. But you know the Mr. reason Color, I say so is because Colorado regional champion. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say so is because you know AE is a thing, and he likes damaging people. And some, and I'm trying to get him to learn the lesson of sometimes you have to sacrifice someone because mm-hmm. he always complains. But you're gonna kill him, Dad. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna kill yeah. one unit. You have four at the planet. I have two. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, as, as always, there's a sacrifice. People, people. Think, you know, this yeah, is think, a war game. People, yeah, exactly. Think the case. Die in war. Yeah, precisely. Think occasionally you have to lose lose something to carry on with the rest of the fight. Right. Like, and we yeah. talked about that earlier. You know, last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about blooding your warlord. When is it? A, if you have a choice, mm. is it worth it? Right. Yeah. Right. Is it worth it to take out the ultramarine dreadnought to, to bloody your warlord? Well, that yeah. dovetails yeah. real nice into like, what about retreating? Basically, yeah. Yep. So what the big, about the big retreating? One. The big so one. I will leave this discussion up to you guys because I play war, so I don't retreat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think maybe, you know, it's occurred to me that maybe that's one of the reasons I like him because then I don't have to you decide. You don't have to think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Well, oh, it's a green planet. I can't retreat. Sorry. Well, I know, you know, my mis- I'm trying to get better at it. My mistake is um, not recognizing soon enough that I need to retreat. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I've lost two or three units. And it's like, hmm, okay. Darn it, I, re- I really should have retreated. Now, obviously, you're going to go through one round of combat. Right? You have to. Everybody, every, except for the Warlord. The Warlord, uh, for your attack, you can go ahead and retreat. Right. And I've done that. I'll, I'll, I, I, I've surpri- I think I've surprised you a couple times, Tobin, where I've sent a Warlord to, let's say, Planet One that I may not have other units at, that you are going to win because you, you have a couple of snakebite thugs. You're like, you're not going to come here. You know, yeah. why, why would you fight for this planet? Yeah. I'll, I'll crush you. It's like, well, I go there, I, I snipe command, and then my, and I have initiative, so uh, my, my first attack is to retreat, yep. obviously. Yep. Uh, I'm just doing it uh, as a tactical thing to deny you resources or cards at that point. Um, I always try to look at, look at the battle for, before it starts or as it's shaping up, like, okay, do I have enough to win here? Because if you don't have enough to win there... Then you have to then you have to look at uh, a condition of like who can I kill here so right. that I don't have to face right. exactly. them so exactly. I don't have to face them later. Yeah. Because if you're looking at a balanced if you're looking at a balanced thing where you're like well it all depends on how many card how many shield cards they have if mm-hmm. they have four or five cards you know I you know, the, uh, good players are always asking to them how many cards are in hand four five six seven eight right. you know if they have if they have seven plus there's got to be a shield in there somewhere. Yeah, right. you think well, you, you know, six, and there there are things that swing the battle, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even beyond shields, Archon's terror uh, changes the battle. Yep. Uh, Indomitable changes the battle. Yep. Elysian assault teams change the battle. Yeah. Staging yeah, grounds change the battle. Yeah. Staging grounds obviously with resources. So there's there's things that change those things. If it's going, if you're looking at an even split, that's why you you have to draw your priorities. Like, okay, if I'm going to leave, mm-hmm. who do I want gone on their mm-hmm. side? Mm-hmm. Right. I was going to say that's one of the things for me is apart from the whole of when do you decide to retreat because the question we were looking at seems to be a matter of like when do you go okay this has gone wrong how do I assess that how do, when, how do I do a, a sensible sensible retreat a retreat rather than a route as it were in 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 mm-hmm. or, or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like yeah. not, not not the I let myself die here but no I pull my resources out save them for later and move on right. I do I do realize that particularly we're talking about really retreating between rounds yeah yeah, yeah but I mean like I'm talking like um, the idea that the other, the other side of that to me is the thing that you mentioned there is the thing I find myself doing more particularly with the ambushy decks and with say Eldorath which is the game of I can't win this fight so I'm going into it with a mission I want this to happen yep. I want this to go away that yep. to be broken to mean later on I'm cool that's a different I think that's a different matter altogether we're, 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 think, we're talking about the situation of this fight is this fight does not look like it's going to go to my advantage so I right. need to I need to decide when you know, oh, I need to realize that. When do I, when do I realize that? When do I go? Okay, how do I get out? Get out with my dignity and front line intact. Right. You know? And the thing, the thing that upsets me is, I mean, or, or that I get upset at myself when I play, is I, I'm going into a battle and where I don't recognize this quick enough, either uh, realizing they have shields. Okay, great, I'm exhausting a couple of shields, but all of a sudden, uh, I've spent shields to keep a unit alive, and I realized. 
it doesn't matter because I can't keep him alive eventually. Right. Eventually he's going to die. Right. So yeah. I, I, I feel like I've wasted these cards. Or, and it's like, I should just let it, or one where it's like, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm whittling down on the warlord and it's like, I can get five or six damage on him. And of course, you know, the healing planet's in play. It's like, oh. Yeah. Duh. Or you're, or even worse, you're battling at, at the, the healing, healing plan. I've, I've yeah, done exactly. that too. Like, you're oh, battling it. I've done that too. Like, it's like, oh. wait a minute. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we get you to six because you got seven health. Yeah. Oh, good job. And I, you're going to win yeah. on, because you have initiative and you're going to swing and you're going to do the last piece of damage on my last unit and I'm going to go home and you're going to heal yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, Sorry. maybe, yeah. you know, you can always, you can always take, I guess you can take the taste of, or you can take the. The, it's like, well, yeah, force him to use the healing ability on the Warlord as opposed to healing, uh, you know, maybe his big elite that you put a couple damage on. Yay. I, 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 that's a pyrrhic victory to me. Yeah. <laughs> it just well, costs too much. I think you summarized it nicely there because the, 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 the shield thing was the bit I was going to come up, bring, was going to bring up next, which is to me that's the big point of um, kind of dancing around the idea of realizing when you should retreat. Um, the thing you want to avoid, like you say, is, is, is you, you're retreating because you don't want to overextend. You don't want to waste time and resources on something where you're caught. So it's part of your situation there, to me, is the idea of, okay, is this going to cost me shields and defensive cards and things? I, I look at the battle and go, this battle's going to go badly, period. I'm not mm -hmm. going to win it. Is, is, is this battle going to cost me shields and stuff? Well, then at that point, maybe that's where I start to mitigate my losses and back out and not like you say not spend cards into into staying in the right right right, this, right. Th that's a balance too right because you have cards in your hand that if they're shields do you do you exhaust those is this battle really worth winning yeah and sometimes man and and I do remember and for those of you who listen to our subsequent Brad interview he talks about this particular thing which is people get emotionally invested exactly. even if it's just for a moment into winning oh, yeah. that combat there, yep. right? And and to 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 tap, pull, unplug, and say, okay, I'm beaten. I gotta leave. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We've all been in that situation, and it well, sucks. And you're and like, well, well, I just lost that battle. I've invested all this stuff. I lost that mm -hmm. battle, and it can really put you behind for the next turn and yeah. the next turn the, and the next turn. The most recent close game that I lost was exactly that. It was an early early battle where I got too heavily in. Threw too much stuff at it, and that whole thing just knocked on enough. This is a, a tournament game where I lost by one hit point. Oh right, I right, was right. One right. hit point away from Ragnar being oh, alive geez. long enough to finish the game out. Jeez. So a little bit earlier, a little bit, little bit less, less mm -hmm. hold over there could easily, easily acquired it. You know. Wow. Right, and wow. so, so that, that's that's where that's where I'm trying to get be trying to improve to become a better player is recognizing when the outcome is going to be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, this unit's eventually going to die, or you know, it's like, all right, I, I don't need to keep these units alive to kill this one unit, to kill the one thing I'm trying to kill at this planet because I'm going to lose the battle anyway and not invest those resources to have them right. later. Because uh, in that <clears throat> frenzy, uh, the planet before or two planets before, I had used two Indomitables to keep my Blood Angel veterans alive because he, he, had, he had basically, uh, I think he warp stormed twice, uh, <laughs> tried to warp storm twice at the planet and all this, and all I had was Indomitables. So I it's like, all right, well, this is my this is my unit, so I got to keep them alive. But it, w it wasn't the winning planet. Cards like Indomitable, cards like Archon's Terror, uh, Elysium Assault Team. Those are precious. You yeah. got to keep. You got to keep them. You know, especially. You I mean, really I mean, I, like I said, I always I pull, played my two Indomitables. <laughs> I only have two core sets, so uh, most mm -hmm. people who play me know that. And no, unless I'm playing in a tournament, I borrowed some borrowed some cards from Tobin. You know, once that second one hits, hey, he's out of Indomitable. You know, it, it, we do it, have to get you that third course. Well, yeah, eventually, eventually. <laughs> Listeners, but, you know, if you want to put in, you want to <laughs> no, no, a no, GoFundMe no. account for John's third Please course. no. <laughs> no ki Haunted Gaming is expanding. They're not doing a Kickstarter. I, if I'm going to expand, I'm not going to do a Kickstarter. <laughs> we're, do it what, what you're telling is, like like all three of us, we're all expanding, but we're not doing a Kickstarter. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, in, just, just getting whiter. That, that has to do with the, that fat in the middle part, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. I think we have an uh, episode name, by the way. So. <laughs> All right, you know, but, but but recognizing recognizing that earlier, so not sinking the resources in there. Realize, okay, the battle's not going to change. I can achieve this and not worry about. And sometimes, sometimes I'm really good about it and able to hold up, hold those cards till later. Well, yeah, and and probably the most frequent mistake all of us make is. You, you want to keep that unit alive for the next round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you play the one shield, 
and you put it down and you're like, oh wait, you have initiative. He's gonna die anyway. So then you take yeah, or, the, the or, one or shield back, to, or have or to the retreat. Two shield back, yeah. or you have to you retreat. Know. And, and I mean, like you know, I've been trying. I've been trying to uh, really up my game, and I, you know, everybody that I play with is is a great player, and they're like, oh, take that, you know, take it back. And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, if I if I have these take backs in my play style, I'm not gonna, you know, I have to make the mistake and I have to learn. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I have to I have I, to suffer the yeah. punishment. So I've been trying real hard not to make those take backs. Yeah. I've been you know, I've been trying real hard to sit there and go, you know, make that correct play out the gate out the gate. Because once I can do that and I can do it consistently and sharply, I know I'm gonna be ready for worlds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more often than not go with go with that exact philosophy. I, I say this realizing that last night I was playing a particularly complex deck and did nothing but do you mind if I do that again? Wait a second, I missed that trade. <laughs> do you mind if I you know, and both both of us are doing right. that thing. But I would say as well, as a correct color yeah. As an addition to all this, I won't try that word. As an addition to all this, um, corollary. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. I can't get it this morning. Um, that um, whole thing of okay, I'm going to retreat. I'm in a bad situation. I decided to go. I think that immediately also in a lot of battles changes what you do. You very often might do that whole thing of what have I got in front of me? I'm not worried about stopping someone hitting me because I can't prevent the big guy from taking a swing. So I'll wear him down for next time, or I'll do something to make you make some tough choices. I've often found that when you go into retreat mode, you go, okay, um, well, that guy there, his, his damage isn't going to affect this fight, but we'll kill him so that something goes, something is gone yeah, when I leave. Yeah, you I change how you lay out your damage. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. That, you, and that's, that's what I was talking about when I was talking about prioritization. Yeah, like, totally. Okay, yeah. This, is, this is an even, Steven. Do I really care about this? It's not going to be a thing. I'm not going to put in any more resources out of my hand into this battle. But who do I want to yeah, hurt? I have, Where's my target? Yeah, right. What is well, the yeah. priority I have? Not even that. This, you have to. You, yeah, sorry. Not even that. You have to attack anyway. You're going to retreat. Absolutely. You guys have yeah, to yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what yeah, can yeah, you yeah. do with those yeah, swings yeah, yeah. before you go? Yeah. And I would say, as an opponent, it's worth thinking, worth paying attention. If you're in a situation of I am staying in this fight, my opponent then starts to make attacks that seem a little weird. No, okay. Is he backing out? How can I take advantage of that? I think that's a little interesting bit of signaling. It's one of the few cases in Conquest where you could be like, hold on, he's folded. Yeah, because nor- yeah. normally, I mean, it, once um, automatic pilot process, when uh, I'm in a battle and somebody exhausts, I don't really consider him necessarily look at that card as a target anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying Precisely. to, you know, kill the active units or the, the units that are still ready. So that I mitigate the incoming damage, mm-hmm. okay. when maybe I should be recognizing, yeah, no, I have to get rid of the, the Blood Angel veterans exhausted. I have to get rid of it now. Doesn't yeah. matter if everybody else is going to wipe my guys out. I have enough units there to to, to go ahead and take that out because he's going to be a pain in the ass later. Yeah. I have enough to get the Valkyrie out. I have enough to you know get rid of the Blood Letter. Yeah, your focus has moved from this battle to the next battle, which basically is the point of retreat. Right. When you're retreating, you you said I'm done with this fight. Where's the next one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and sometimes you have to take into account the the beat of the game. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I find myself looking at a lot when I'm about to retreat. Is okay if I retreat, even when I if, even when I go in and commit to Planet One, knowing that I'm going to bring my train back, whether I win or not, I'm going to maybe I bring somebody back. Where am I going to go after that one? Right, mm-hmm. so you need to kind of take into account the the thing, and I think that's where to kind of go back to this the, the Vesual Deep Strike stuff. His support is says it's a zero cost support. It's a deploy action. You put a card, put a unit. I think put a unit back into reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and so what is that for? Right, like what, what? How do you maximize that? And I think it's having considered that a little bit. I think it's where you put it back in reserve after you've committed to a planet that isn't one. Yeah. Right. So he's in. Maybe you. Maybe you put it in reserve. Put, put the card in reserve originally at one. Mm-hmm. You activate it. Do two damage. Ready space marine unit. Whatever the the deep strike effect is. That unit eventually comes back to HQ and then you don't commit to two again you commit to three or four or five yeah you definitely have to commit to a later planet to be able to utilize that yeah and then you go ahead and you deploy that but it's a long term thing you and I were talking I think it's a it's a zero cost support so it's one of those supports where it's either uh, a light effect or it's a very strong effect can be a very powerful effect 
every once in a while. Right. And I think this is in the latter category. I think no, it's a very, it can be a very powerful effect. We haven't seen all the deep strike cards. Yeah. Who knows what's coming? And I would say the, the right? attachment is a deploy action, right? Using the attachment to the, the support. The support, sorry, the support, using the support yes, is a deploy yeah. action. Yep, yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's it's rare it's it's less common that you would be desperate for an individual card draw, for example. In, right. in that kind right, of situation, right. anything like or worrying about that particularly. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The the yeah. card draw is an additional from, effect. from uh, the the visual is is almost inconsequential. It's more the effect from deep striking the unit. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is yeah, yeah. it's a Dark Angels cruiser, zero cost. Target you need to control at a planet in reserve. It has to be at a planet. It can't be an HQ, right? Right. Yeah. So. So, so that you don't end up with reserve cards in HQ, basically. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's definitely it's definitely one of those it's definitely one of those um, supports that great. You know, I want to see it turn one, turn two, and have the game go to planet four, planet five. But also, I mean, we we've talked about stall during the deploy. It's a zero cost. It's a it's a card out of your hand. Yeah, yes, you can't bluff with later that it may be an indomitable, maybe a shield. Mm -hmm. But if uh, you are wanting to kind of see if your opponent will tip their hand during the deploy phase, go ahead and play it out. Even like, you know, round yeah. four, round five, yeah. where you know it's not going to help you at all. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, depending, depends. It's like, oh, I've only got three cards in my hand, and I want to bluff that I have those cards. You know, you don't play it. You go ahead and pass. If I'm sitting there with eight or nine cards, it's like, sure, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've already got, you know, if I'm looking at eight cards, he's already thinking I've got shields. I've already got indominos. Go ahead and play it out and, as a delay. Yeah. That and the and the use of it is a nice delay anyway. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're playing, yeah, to that, really that is well. this guy to fight anyway. That you, is you know, well. You've um you placed you've <clears throat> excuse me you've previously got units got one of your um hunters to the first to the next major battle. Right. Yep. So yeah, deep yep. strike and yeah, or an eighth company assault squad where you know right. that you can ready a space when you when you uh, deep strike it you can ready a uh, uh, an exhausted space marine unit. Yeah. Well, if you got if you got something coming along with your warlord, that's great. Mm -hmm. But again, you, you, as you pointed out, Tobin, I mean, it's definitely a card that that it's like it, you can't take it to the first planet and then deep strike, or you can't commit to the first planet and then obviously you can't even use it because it's a deploy action. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's not going to affect anything at that planet. You got to you got to be planning. You got to go to the planet two, planet three. Yep. Yeah. Any of that, so I think it's also worth reiterating with the the cruiser there that um, there's a lot of a lot, there are a lot more unit removal effects now. There are there are deploy phase ones, and like so having someone in reserve ready for ready to pop up in battle is definitely a strong a strong thing. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of yeah. guys here using I can't think of the name of it, but it's the um, Necron minus three to everyone on the planet. I've definitely seen that. Is it consumption? Uh, no, uh, extermination. Extermination. Yeah. Extermination. So extermination. And that that yeah. ends your deploy phase. You must yeah. pass the next chance you have. Yeah. Yeah. Deploy so phase. So I've definitely seen that. Wow. Minus three hit points. Just like yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. just slowly dies. So well, not so slowly, I guess. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Quite, quite, quite immediate. Quite the, immediate. The flesh know. is ripped from their bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I just, I, I just say, you have an Irish accent? Muddled somewhere out of there, you know. The guy from the UK goes, that was awful. <laughs> well, more, more, more the fact of you playing a Scottish mass murderer there. You know, with what I'm hearing. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, have, I just have this vision of, you know, the, the Space Marine squads or the Astro-Military squads trudging through this death world. And all this stuff, and then just this blast of weird energy, and, and it's it's like a cure. All you just see is the flashes, and then there's just skeletons standing there, and then the skeletons crumble. Yeah, you know, okay. everything else was just ripped right, right off. I don't, you know, I, I, just skeletons holding equipment. All the organic material has just I, been atomized. I, 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 I got you. The image is a little more itchy and scratchy than than, <laughs> than, than the cure, but fair enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, and, and so we've talked really talked about when and how to retreat or why to retreat, when to suck it up and do so in a in a good way. You know, so hopefully some of that discussion helped you guys out. What is next? What we've got Gregory Maxson coming. We've uh I think I have a list, you have a list. Mm -hmm. We've talked about I I'm gonna take my list to Gen Con and hopefully get my hands on a Maxim uh, slash and burn deck and maybe build that and have some fun with some folks. So, getting ready for Gen Con. Uh, I don't know if you guys have kept up. I don't know what you're thinking. I, I'm thinking that it's going to be War, Eldroth, Kith. 
I think we're going to see more Eldroth than the other two. Uh, but you know, y your point of last, I think last episode, John, where you said people bring the people bring their best, not yeah. necessarily not necessarily the funnest deck they want to play, but they bring the best. So the the person that can play War and knows how to play War and feels it's their best. I mean, deck, they, they were can, they were dominant. Play. They were dominant out of the last cycle, uh, yeah. la last tournament cycle, uh, um, and people. It, it once you knew how to play it, even if you haven't played it for a few months, once you pull it out and start printing, like, oh yeah, here it is. Here's this trick. Here's yep. this tactic. Yep. Everything like that. So I, I, I think you're. I do think that you'll see a lot of, a lot of that. Um, you know, maybe you won't see a lot of Cato. That that might be that might be the one thing. I, I think maybe maybe uh, Ragnar and uh, Chaplin. Mavros. 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 Yeah. Marine Warlord. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And people right. love the people love the love the deploy stall. Unstoppable is and unstoppable on his units is that just is generally yeah, enough the, damage the, the to make a difference. The deploy stall that he has with Blood Angel veterans is at a blue silly. planet. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, like I play Blood Angel veterans, and then you know they're not going to play. Thanks, a Dan, for, for showing me that one. Three more deploy. <laughs> Three yeah. more deploy actions. Yeah, yeah. before they have to do anything else. Okay, deploy. Um, well, it's a wonderful advantage too because you can drop three resources early and not be in a state of well, I'm stuck telling him where I'm going next. Yeah, right. you know, drop the early three, get them down. You know, yeah, and saying the, the resilience on unstoppable. So yeah, I think I've, I've seen that Chaplin Mavros is the consistent Marine warlord. So if you're going to see Marines, I think you'll see him. Um, I wouldn't be more too surprised. But he's he's blue he's blue planet dependent. You don't think people hedge your bets? I don't think so. I've not seen that as much of a problem. And even if he is, if you if you really need the the, the um his the, his unstoppable the unstoppable effect on the units he comes with and he's taking is not dependent. And I really see that kind of like kind of like the same way that I'm taking um, Vazul is really for his deep strike effects, not mm -hmm. necessarily for his ability. You know, yeah. for for his for his units rather than him. I think Mavros is in a similar place. That 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 ability is wonderful and all nice and good, but his guys are good. Period, and and you know resilient. Right, you know, crazy resilient. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's what I've seen. I've yeah. I've seen many many more people doing that. Well, I think he's a reliable warlord. Yeah, well, war is obviously we've all discovered war is dependent on the planet layout, green planets. Um, I think Mavros overcomes it a little bit better just because he's a space marine. Yeah, you know, you still have honored librarians in there. You still have blood angel veterans. You yeah. still have yeah. you know yeah. the the space marine. You, you still have indomitable space marine tricks and units. Are we gonna uh, still all apply, and then oh, and I get this extra little you know tasty bit at blue planets as well. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing is is he's he's consistently reliable across the board, and then has some extra swings in places, right? Opposed to Kato who snowballs, right? Basically. And, and, and War, kill War money, who is yeah. who is an excellent warlord, and then damn near awesome at green planets, but he still suffers from the fact that it's astromilitarium units which are you know a little weaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that yeah. Oh. Maybe we missed this. I don't know if we've mentioned this. They announced prizes for for uh, Gen Con. Mm -hmm. That wasn't in our news piece earlier. They announced prizes for Gen Con. So everybody's going to get the Stalking Lictor alternate art. That's the participant prize. Mm -hmm. And then the top 48 for Conquest are going to get a, a as-yet-to-be-revealed, yet-yet-yet-to-be-revealed spot glossy. So it's going to be an idea. People are heavily betting on Kith. Nice. So that that'll be. Cool. I look forward to seeing those when, yeah, you, when yeah. you come back. Yeah, and then um, I, I will have I will have. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say uh, when you, when you enter the store next time, I will, I will have uh, Queen on the boombox to say to play. We have a champion, uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I realize I flash back to a horrible horrible program I saw a week ago uh, that where that not should should not have been used. <laughs> so so uh, I'll try to come up with something else. There's no response to that. Deep cut there. Okay. So we were yeah, like, that was oh. a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> and it I, could I be cut on the episode. Going. I don't I know. I knew where you're going. But, yeah. It but was, it was anyhow. <laughs> so, so. You, I, I think we'll see. Do you think we'll see Tyranids? I don't. I I I, I hesitate to. I, I think, think we, we'll probably see some some somebody dabbling in Necrons because there's well, always the, folks that come to Gen Con. That, that come and they want to participate in that tournament, play three, four, or five games, and then they're off doing other things. T and Tyranids, that's perfectly fine. I, I do think I do think you will see Tyranids. Tyranids have been out long enough, and there's been some effective decks now. Subject Omega, yeah, Old Subject One Omega, Eye, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, those are especially with the new uh, 
pinning mouse after yeah, it. Yeah, right? you know. Yeah, the, yeah. 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 You'll, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see the Omega Omega assassination deck, which is basically the one I played. The heavy, the heavy, heavy hunt. I think if you'll either, oh, as well as that, you probably see what I refer to as the old one eye Space Marine deck, mm-hmm. kind of like Tyranid's good stuff, as it were, just taking the efficient, effective. There's a lot. There's a couple of old one eye decks I've seen that basically just go. What are the what are literally the most point for point things I can do, I can do in here? Oh, okay. I take my take my um, py, uh, pyrovores. I use regeneration on my basic units. I yeah. I just play play efficiency. Okay. And the Tyranid deck still has enough fun swings and tricks in there to make that play out. Because on top of that, you can throw an Ermgal factor for the occasional. Yeah. I really do need to actually get a big hit. You know, you take the harpy, like you said, the Malceptor is a good call if you're going to have any infestation. Take use of it, or yeah. more more likely in that deck, you play the Lictor just for good command control, and yeah. you get a good solid, good solid, straightforward. I fight normally. I focus on my strengths, kind of deck. Right, yeah. and I, th- I think that I it's think funny. I've never played with the Lictor. I think that I, I know. Think I think it takes. <laughs> I, it took me some fighting to get to yeah. it. I still mainly use the um, Zoanthrope. I still find in the hunt deck certainly. They're the doing one damage. One, yeah, one, yeah. Well, that's the in, one my, in my case, doing two damage because everything yeah. will be infested because yeah. I drowned the table in it. Right, and yeah. I, I, th- I think those decks, you will see more of those decks and they'll probably do consistently better than people expect. One, because whenever I sit down from across from a Tyranid deck, I'm like, oh shit, how do I play Tyranids? <laughs> how do I fight these guys? You know, yeah, you know. yeah how, do I fight, how do I play against them? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people uh, usually face that when they sit down they're like, Tyranids? And then this is where our recorder batteries died. So we go on and we talk about Necrons and how they're not really ready for prime time quite yet. We talk about chaos and what they might bring to the table at Gen Con. But unfortunately, you won't be able to hear that because we didn't record it. So that's our episode, folks. We'll go out with Carl's outro. As far as Gen Con goes, don't be shy. Come up, say hi. I'd love to meet you, love to talk, and maybe we can even get a game in around everything else that's going on. Thanks to Haunting Game Cafe for the recording space. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback or questions for us, you can contact us at TrackSectorWarcast at gmail.com, via our Facebook page or Twitter at TrackSectorWC, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC, where you can save 10% if you mention you heard about them here. Thanks for listening. The, the Emperor, Emperor Protects. protects. Fat in the middle. Oh, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) Like, just so satisfied. Like, all right. Fat in the middle.